0: Hello and welcome to the creative christians chat show i'm brendan conboy the dog in the pod this show is bursting with creative stories ideas and inspiration with a christian perspective so let's get on with the show Hello, welcome back to the Creative Christians Chat Show. I'm Brendan Conboy, the dog in the pod. And my guest today is Natasha Woodcraft, who is an well, this is not a long list. She's an author, a songwriter, a poet, and a blogger. Yeah, welcome, Natasha.
1: Thank you. I'm not sure I'm deserving of that list. <laughs> <laughs> well, a, a dabbler that's what... would perhaps be more accurate. Oh <laughs> what? A
0: dabbler. <laughs> a dabbler, wow, I would totally disagree, because having just read your, your debut novel, I would say you're far from a dabbler. You're a published author. Uh, and I, I, I don't know about you, but it took me quite a while to get used to saying I'm an author. Do you, do you struggle with that?
1: Yes, I think it's always a tricky question, isn't it? <laughs> people we'll say what do you do and uh oh well um <laughs> yeah it's it's hard um it will take me a while to get used to I think yes definitely yeah,
0: yeah it's a bit of a sort of it's a strange shock sort of feeling isn't it
1: yes Is- and just yeah just seeing the first sort of things go out reviews and things go out it's um it's terrifying isn't it
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah sometimes it can be really terrifying and other times it's it's such a blessing, I, I think, to to get the reviews that say things that you hadn't even realised you wrote. I don't know if you've had any, any of those yet, but... Uh, yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, James, yes. You're like, oh, right. Okay, great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So, you, I mean, that's four things I said there. Author, songwriter, poet, blogger. What came first? What did you start... Where did your writing start?
1: Um, songwriting came first.
0: Okay. So you've been doing that uh, seven years, I think, isn't it?
1: Yes. Yes. Well done. Yeah, so, I've done um, my
0: research yeah.
1: Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, well, there's a story behind that, I suppose, if you want it. Yeah, go on. Um, Love stories. Yeah. So so I um, well, it's, it all starts still part of my Christian walk, really. I mean, you became a Christian as an adult, didn't you?
0: Uh, 26. I don't know if that was an adult.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> probably more so than I was at 26. Um, but yeah, they. I, I mean, my story is very different to that. And so, when did I, I you become brought,
0: a Christian?
1: I was brought up in a Christian home, so I can't, I cannot point a single time when I didn't believe in Jesus. Okay. Um, yeah. So it's very different, um, and yet it all. Being brought up in a Christian home is such an incredible blessing, and I'm really, really grateful for it. Um, but it also means that you sort of have to figure things out as you as you go along. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, I think I had a few hang ups. I believed in Christ. I believed in in His saving work for me, but I'm not sure how brilliant I was at trusting in God and um, understanding His love for me. And um, it really took. I, I yeah I was really determined to to serve to serve jesus and um I wanted to either be a vet or a missionary. figure <laughs> <laughs> that one out <laughs> um and I did all sciences wanting to be a vet, and I didn't expect to do writing at all and um but i i went up when I went to upper school um At 13, uh, yeah, I was taking all science subjects, but I actually went to a school that had a performing arts specialism. I ended up every single lunchtime and every single after school club um, doing drama and music. And but I felt very, very (laughs) mediocre because I was surrounded by people who were much, much better than me. And so Mm. I never expected to uh, take that any further. I just really enjoyed doing it. Um, And yeah, so, and then, so um, when did I start songwriting? So, so I ended up um, doing a theology degree unexpectedly after I decided I wasn't gonna be a vet. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I had some, um, a brilliant English teacher and a brilliant religious studies teacher. And that kind of changed everything because I suddenly wanted to do those sorts of subjects rather than science. And um, so I did politics to start with and I switched to theology. And um, I met my husband in that time as well. And he kind of changed the course of things a little bit. And we ended up doing some part-time Christian ministry. Um, And I had children by this point. How old Um, were you then? um, Oh, now you're talking. Um, So when we first started, my little one was only six. My eldest was only six months old. So I was 23. So a bit too young. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and um yes so so we sort of fell into it but um didn't really have the experience or uh yeah uh, the, the knowledge the wisdom the support to um to, to do it very well <laughs> <Yeah. And> so <laughs> um, <laughs> we carried on for five years and um and, and worked very hard but I think I still had sort of those hang-ups that I was talking about earlier um and then um really after about five years everything came a little bit crashing down a lot crashing down and um and I found myself in this place right again I just didn't know what I was meant to be doing um so i sort of wanted to do mission I'd done a little bit gap years and things um I thought that ministry might be the right way to go but then yeah it, it, it crashed down and and I was in a Place where I didn't understand what God was doing, um, and from there, I it, it felt like you know Psalm forty. You know the Psalms well. Um, yeah. <laughs> Psalm forty, um, where David talks about having being in a pit, a slime yeah. pit. Yeah, the miry clay, the yeah. slime pit, and how God reaches down and and lifts him up. Yeah. And I really had that sort of experience. Um. Yeah, we were. It it was a trick. It was tricky, and I was pregnant at the time as well with number three, and um, my husband needed a lot of support. But I, I was angry for various reasons, and uh, angry with God. I think can understand um, why he didn't want me to do what I thought he wanted me to do. Didn't know where I was going, so I felt like I was in that sort of miry pit. That's a great picture.
0: <laughs> I, I think a lot of 20-year-old Christians can relate to that as well. you have people in their twenties. Yeah. So yeah.
1: When you realise that hopes and dreams are not yeah. <laughs> realistic. Um, but yeah, so so into all of that, I don't even know where I'm going with this, but <laughs> into all of that, um, God reached down and I do feel like he reached down and he he lifted me up and and he did it by giving me a song. Wow, and um, I hadn't expected that. No. <laughs> uh, so, I'd say I thought I was a pretty mediocre. Still think I'm a pretty mediocre musician, <laughs> but I'd I'd picked up guitar. I couldn't really play guitar. I was I was making it up as so I went along, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and I just picked it up and I just started playing and I started singing and 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 it really felt like a gift from the Holy Spirit. Yeah, um, that. God showed me he gave me permission to be weak
0: yeah and and allow him his strength to come into your weakness
1: yeah probably none of that made sense but
0: (laughs) it did and I can totally relate to it and I can see that you know you're you're really emotionally charged by telling that story as well the reason why I can relate to it is because I had a similar experience. Uh, uh, you know, I invited Jesus. Jesus you, you know, you said all were different because you, 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 were, you grew up as a Christian. But I invited Jesus into my life in May in 1986. And in December 1986, I started to to get rhyming words come into my head. And it was the, the first rap song that I wrote. And... Uh, uh, and I thought somebody else had wrote it. It was, it was coming into my head in a prayer meeting. And uh, so this <laughs> song was coming into my head. And the next day I started, I, I remembered it and I I, I I started reciting it to my, my mate. And uh, he said, you numpty, that, that's come from God. Uh, <laughs> and then um, a short while afterwards, I, I was sort of, uh, I was asking about how do you get baptized in the Holy Spirit? And uh, somebody else said to me, "You already are," and I said, "Well, what do you mean? I already am. When did that happen?" And they (laughs) they said, "Well, when God started to give you those rhyming words, you were baptized. You couldn't do that before the Holy Spirit came and filled you." And and I think that's the same with you that you you know, baptized in the Holy Spirit, and you get that charge of power that comes in, and, and it gives you. A supernatural ability,
1: didn't it? I, yeah, I had to absolutely know. I'd never even attempted to write a song before. I had <laughs> absolutely no idea I would be capable of such a thing. And, um, and in, in the space of about three months, I wrote a whole album's worth. Of songs. <laughs> and I didn't even know how to format a song. I, I didn't know music theory. I could read sheet music, but yeah. I didn't know how chords were strung together. I hadn't been <laughs> <too>. <laughs> I just bought a book and taught myself, but God just gave it to me, and um, and it was just such a gift because there's something about music. I, I'm sure you agree that um, it just, yeah, it's it takes you to a place emotionally where you can communicate with God, um, and um, yeah, I think all of my life I'd been trying to be strong. I'd been trying to be this great Christian who did everything right and, and felt this pressure. To um be a certain way and yeah. and um, and in that in that weakness in the place where i didn't know where I was going, and I felt weak that 's when I started to appreciate god 's love and actually get to know him for who he is rather than just a bunch of ideas that I had in my head Yeah. Um, and so we started talking through music'
0: <laughs> it's incredible um, but, but, um, through that music you, you learn to to write and you learn to to create and god is using you now in in such a massive way you know you, you you've got a blog you're, you're a poet but let's let's look at this author thing that you've now become uh you know i've just i've just read your book um and it's such a an honor and a privilege to read it and and if if anybody is looking for a book to read then grab hold of this one it's called Wanderer Scorned and uh, tell tell how did that come about how, how did how did you start to write a book I mean this is the story of Cain and Abel yeah and and uh, you know you read the Bible uh, that story there's not a lot in there, really, is there? <laughs> <You>
1: know, <laughs> no. <laughs> you know,
0: Cain, Cain murdered Abel. God rejected Cain and his offering, and and you know how much more is there? Not a lot. But you've written a book about it.
1: Yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't t- really take credit for that either. Um, you know, I-, I wonder how many of us have read that story and gone, why, yeah. why? what was wrong with Cain's offering um what why you know we you can kind of feel a sympathy that I think it goes either way you either feel a sympathy with Cain you go well why that wasn't very fun. <laughs> why God would you do that <laughs> or you kind of go the other extreme and there's all of these stories um loads and loads of Jewish stories and and from other places where they talk about Cain and and he's just portrayed as this demonic being mm. that was you know the father of an evil race, and, and yet you actually look in the Bible, and um, in Genesis 6, just before Noah, it tells us that the entire world was corrupted, and it's only Noah that was picked out by God. Yeah, um, he was only picked out by God because God chose him. <laughs> he might not have had any, you know, particularly amazing qualities. It said he was righteous, but we know from the Bible that righteousness is by faith. Yeah. Um, yeah so so i wanted to consider that consider what is what why did why would god reject cain's offering and was cain this you know crazy particularly demonic person or is he just representative of of sin and mm. the evil that it is possible for us all to um, have in our hearts and jesus um says we only need to look at somebody with hate and we're guilty of murdering them and that's a hard thing to take to your heart.
0: Yeah. But
1: that's the way that God sees us. And, yeah, I, I just had that on my heart that um, maybe Cain wasn't so different. Um, as for where the idea came from, I honestly couldn't tell you. <laughs>
0: well, I would I say it was the Holy morning.
1: Spirit. <laughs> I woke up one morning and had an idea and started writing. And I wrote my first chapter that morning and the rest is history. I honestly, it, it was... I don't like to take credit. Um, yeah.
0: And what's the first chapter the first chapter you
1: wrote? I did add the prologue. Oh,
0: right,
1: yeah. So the first bit I wrote was chapter one. The prologue came much later when I was about halfway through. I was walking my dog around the lake and I suddenly went Lamech! <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love the way you've sandwiched the story in between the prologue and the epilogue, uh, which leaves left me, I've written it in my blog about the book, it left me thinking there's much more to this, there's there's much more coming, I want to know what happens next.
1: Yes, and that that was a surprise to me as well.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: So I only expected the first book, and then... uh as it carried on I was oh I could do this oh I could do this
0: <laughs> the other thing I've noticed on your website and not many authors do this um well I noticed a few things that I would say you're a, a, a planner a bit of a planner because you you've already you state what your next two books are going to be on your website oh. the one is coming out that is it um Wanderer Reborn coming out in winter 2022. And then, and then, well, yeah, you say hopefully, but it's on your website. And then, (laughs) (laughs) and then the Tower of the Plane, a a young adult fiction coming out early 2023. You've obviously got a lot of stuff in your head. Uh, uh, Yes, well,
1: those two are already written. So I can say that they're coming out. um, But I, so originally, The Wanderer was one book. So the ones that are now called The Wanderer Scorned and will be called The Wanderer Reborn was one book. And I've got, um, so the books that I like, well, like if I tell you my my favourite two books, are Lord of the Rings and War and Peace, <laughs> <laughs> you might say... Uh, You might get the idea that the books I like tend to be quite long. (laughs) Yeah, and took a
0: long time to write. Well, Tolstoy took six years, and and Tolkien took
1: took 12 years. Yeah, 25 (laughs) Um, from conception. Um, So, yes, um, they're quite long. So, this time last year, I had written 150,000 words, which was The Wanderer. And I didn't have a clue what I was doing with it. I didn't know how to publish i I knew nothing at all, and um that's when I found a c w the Association of Christian Writers, where I've met you yeah. and, um, and I went on a conference in Cambridge from Andy yeah. Chamberlain's one yeah. and from there, I started to get an idea of what I had to do, and everyone there told me that one hundred and fifty thousand words was too long. <laughs> that <not> <laughs> It was a shock to me because it felt quite a compared to War and Peace. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so then I realised that I would have to split it into two books. And fortunately, it splits very easily into two books because the first half is Cain's story, yeah. which is the Wanderer Scorned. And the second half is the story of another character. And you will have to wait to find out.
0: Yeah, I'm itching to know because there's quite a few <laughs> name drops there. <laughs> yeah. It's not long to wait, though, is it? Winter 2000.
1: So it's written and it's in the sort of final edit stage. But as I have discovered, it takes a lot longer to publish a book than to write one. Well, for me, anyway.
0: Uh, yeah, it does take a long time. <laughs> you, it, the other thing in, in, um, in The Wanderer's Scorn, your music comes into it. and yeah. there's, there's, a, there's quite a few songs in there and... You've, you've even recorded Adam's song. It's a beautiful song. Uh, I, I was listening to it earlier on YouTube, uh, and it's, it's music in a simple form, but it, it's got this Celtic feel to it. Um, but the words are just so deep. And I think somebody said that it's based on Psalm 55 that right? Or
1: have I got that wrong? Oh, you're testing me now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure I wrote it down. It's possible. I read. I read I don't a think comment. That one, so, Oh, that was so. That was about the later. That's later on in in the book. Um, so the words of God later on are based on Psalm 50.
0: Ah, right.
1: Um, Adam's song, I think I made up.
0: Okay. Yeah, I was going to say I looked up Psalm 55 I thought, that's, that, I don't that think it. it's based
1: on <laughs> a psalm. It's possible it was based on a psalm and I didn't write it down and I've forgotten, but I think I made it
0: up. <laughs> it's, it, uh, again, it's just beautiful language. Um, and uh, if you know, just read just to read that or to hear that song, it's just it just yes. says, you know, it's Holy Spirit in that. And um, so it's amazing to see what God is doing with you and through you.
1: Thank you. Yeah, I mean, that was originally just a poem. I mean, obviously, I wrote that it was a song, but I had no music for it. Um, and then I started just singing it, or what might this sound like, and just started singing, and it, it, yeah, it worked. <laughs> yeah,
0: works
1: well. But I've just recorded this afternoon, just been trying to record some of um, the song a bit later on in the book, Sing Alleluia. Okay. Yeah. That should be on YouTube soon.
0: The other thing on your website, um, I mean, you've stated that you're going to write and record ten songs this year as well. You, you, yeah. yeah, you did on your website.
1: Yeah, Is that on my website. I oh, on your just website.
0: Crazy. Yeah, but I, I, I love that though because I do <laughs> something similar at the start of the year. I say, oh, right, I'm going to publish these three books this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you yeah, know, it's all great intentions, and 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 I think. Some authors struggle and some fail sometimes because they don't actually commit to try and you know set some goals Uh, and you know it comes over to me that you 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 do set some strong goals for yourself.
1: Yeah, I'm probably probably hopelessly optimistic. It's already taken a lot longer than I anticipated. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying. I think I've done four. Five songs. Five. Then we're halfway
0: through the year, aren't we? So it's not yeah. so bad. Yeah. Doable. The other thing that struck me about Wanderer, uh, uh, mm-hmm. scorned, I should say, That's the whole title, shouldn't I? Uh, is the immense amount of research that you must have done for that, mm-hmm. or, or am I just sort of thinking that?
1: No, I did. I did do a fair amount. Um, yeah probably not as much as I should have done <laughs> I was enjoying writing far too much um yet the main thing I did was that I read Genesis 2 through 4 or well, through 6 really yeah um just so many times
0: yeah
1: and lots of different versions of the Bible
0: yeah
1: and, um yeah. trying that was the main thing that I did um just wanted to get past all of the assumptions that we have about the story and actually what does the text say, but I also did research um farming practices, ancient farming practices. I researched about um when it's likely that metals were first used okay yeah. that because of stone tools and yeah. things like that um so I have a little nod to that in the second book and um also animals yeah, yeah. it's it's very um tricky because lots of people have different opinions on that age of the world Uh, whether it's even historical as a narrative is a massive debate um and I really wanted to be able to concentrate on what the story's about what can we learn from the story what can it tell us about our own personal walk with God um and I wanted to the story to be about giving people permission to ask questions, and um, so I didn't want to provide lots of easy answers. Um, but I, of course, it needed to be realistic, so it needed to have, or well, what would farming look like <laughs> when well, you don't have metal? that's <laughs> quite a challenge, yeah. quite a challenge. <laughs> and uh, what would you know, how would they have transported water around and all those sorts of things? So
0: it's very descriptive the way that you. You uh, explain all that, and um, but what what's really strikes me about the book, it comes through in in every chapter. is is It's all about relationship mm. and um, and family, relationship and family, and uh, <laughs> and the dysfunctionality of family mm. as well. <laughs>
1: Yes because it's not new is it? <laughs> no no we talk about
0: dysfunctional families and there it is right back at, at the right
1: beginning right there <laughs> yeah absolutely i mean you can't get it much more dysfunctional than one brother killing another can you
0: no. and
1: yeah where would that have come from because that's the thing. it just it didn't come out of nowhere it had to have come from somewhere you don't just kill somebody yeah and, uh, and so i wanted to explore that but really it's a as i say i think with Cain, it comes back to, I mean, his journey is so much about doubt, having all these doubts and having these fears. Um, and uh, like you say, problems in the family, difficulty with relationships and just not knowing how to talk to anyone about that. Yeah. And why, Pr- would Pride.
0: why would he? Pride was a big one in there as well, yeah. isn't
1: it? Absolutely. I mean, he was so, he's, as I portray him, yeah. really wants to impress everybody yeah but unfortunately and that in and it relates a bit to my own story um I think as I say having been brought up um, and felt this kind of pressure burden I don't think anyone put that on me but I certainly put it on myself to be a certain type of Christian um and then yeah God trying to reach me and say look I just want you I want your heart um, I want a relationship with you and Cain's story mirrors mirrors that but he takes the questions the doubts the fears the striving for perfection and unfortunately he bottles the lot yeah. and doesn't speak it out and um, yeah so I wanted to explore what that might look like whether that's psychologically correct or not I couldn't tell you (laughs) but it's an interesting thought experiment
0: and it's a great read Uh, we've been calling him Cain which which is uh, what we know him as in the bible Cain and Abel Uh, but the book constantly reminded me that it was fiction by the way that you've changed the names of of characters and um, into Cain and Havel.
1: Havel! Apparently. That, <laughs> I didn't know that till last week. <laughs> so it, it is it
0: is a constant reminder that that you read in fiction and that this should be understood as, as fiction.
1: Absolutely, yeah. absolutely because it's, it's not you know I'm not claiming that my version of events is correct. It's, it's a work of my imagination yeah. and uh, it may be completely wrong. But um, yeah, it's it's fiction. It's a, it's trying to think about what might have happened. And um, yeah, I, I wanted to give Kane a fair hearing. So I wanted us to not jump in. I know everyone knows what the story's about. As soon as you mention Edith and all the rest of it, everyone knows what the story's about. And yeah. yet, I think in my head I thought if his name looks different it gives him a chance
0: yeah yeah
1: Give him a chance without people going oh gosh that's the guy who murdered his brother
0: and it's written in the first, per- first person so you get right inside his head his exactly. thoughts and his feelings I mean I was there with, with the I was truly really feeling for the guy. you know, And then he goes and kills his brother. So. I
1: know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it took quite a lot of revision and I'm so glad for that time. And that's another thing I'm just grateful to God for because, as I say, I'd written it by this time last year. I could have published it then and there if I, you know, had inclination. But I was advised by many wise people to get feedback. Yeah. Uh, and so I put it out to beta readers and yeah. got feedback and then got it Edited professionally, and, and I went through that process, and it was <clears throat> torturous for me because, as you've rightly said, <laughs> I like to have a plan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like to get things done, and so to wait for a whole year yeah. it was was really tricky. Um, but I'm so grateful to God because the manuscript in the end is so much better. And that character of Cain was one of the main things that the beta readers picked up on. I mean, one of them said, I just don't like him. <laughs> 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 and uh, that was very honest and very kind of her, <laughs> because I was like, right, in that case, I've not written it right. And I need to go back and revise, because yeah. we've got to actually, and that's really hard. He is an anti-hero. <laughs> and of course, we're not going to like him when he... But but actually, you've got to, haven't you? Otherwise, you're not going to want to read the book, I mean. So we've got to understand where it's coming from.
0: We are running out out of time rapidly. Um, (laughs) Where can people get the book, and where can people get hold of you?
1: Great. So this is coming out in August, isn't
0: it? August the 6th.
1: Great. Okay, so August the 6th, the book is published, and... um, yeah, so it's, it's on Amazon, but it's also going to be uploaded to other platforms. So it will be available in bookstores if you request it. And uh, if enough people request it, they might even buy some stock, which would be exciting. Um, but it is an ebook and paperback as well. It can also um, uh, be got straight from my website once I've updated it.
0: <laughs> and and where, where is your website? Where can people find you?
1: NatashaWoodcraft.com. So, N A T A S H H W O O D C R A F T dot com.
0: People must uh, spell that wrong all the time.
1: I get called Woodcroft. Woodcroft. Yeah. yeah. Woodcroft.
0: I get called all sorts of things. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's easy to remember, though, once you know that my husband's a carpenter. Oh,
0: that's great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Natasha, it's been great speaking to you and um, I wish you all the best with the book and with all the other books um i'm going to pray for you before you go
1: thank you
0: thank you very much lord i thank you for this chat for this conversation for the the way that you've come into it and and just pray for your blessing on on everything that, that natasha does lord and pray for people that might listen to this podcast lord that they will hear inspiration and truth and wisdom in, in in these words lord and that they would be inspired to go out and do something very similar and that they would become creative in the way that you want them to create lord you started to use natasha in song just seven years ago and look at what you've done with her what you what you're doing with her it's incredible and and that is available for all of us for any of us but i pray that for anybody listening that they would be moved to, to ask you for this gift that is available i pray that now in your name jesus amen amen Thank you for listening to the Creative Christians Chat Show. It's been great having you here with me today. Don't forget to share this podcast with your friends. I'm Brendan Conboy and you can find me at brendanconboy.co.uk where you can buy me a cup of coffee if you like to support me and my creative work. Follow me also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and YouTube. For now though...